Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitra Kila Sharm podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Etor. Etor is the 13th and final language form or expression of Tefillah. Etor, we've explained, is a repetitive, a dogged, a persistent Tefillah, storming the heavens in order to receive whatever it is that we're looking for. We've noted that it's been used by Yitzchak Avinu Davening on behalf of Rivka, that you should be able to have a baby over and over and over again. We find it by Moshe Rabbeinu, who is trying to be granted entry into the land of Israel, Davening 515 times. Here in Ot Gimel, the third part of our conversation on the Tefillah of Itur, we've been trying to figure out why Itur is its own language form or expression of Tefillah, as opposed to just repetitive Tefillah, just increasing the quantity of the Tefillah as opposed to increasing the quality of the Tefillah. Why is it that it's a different quality of Tefillah? We've made comparisons to different types of Torah study, and we continue in that theme. Continuing, Repinkus writes, V'katav Rav Chaim Vital, Zchuto Yagen Aleinu Amen, Rab Chaim Vital writes back in the introduction to his Sefer Eitz Chaim. He writes in the following language: Tenai lochachma al kol davar Torah shelod tivineu tivkei alav komash tuchal ad kan l'shano. So he says a condition for wisdom, specifically in understanding uh, any matter in the Torah. Meaning, if there's something that you don't understand, what is it that you need to do? What is a condition that you need to meet? The criteria: tivkei alav komash tuchal. You should cry over it as much as possible. Says Rab Pinkus Umanurad diyuk dvar. What does he explain to us? This is a requirement. This is a necessity. If you don't have this uh, criteria, if you don't meet this criteria, so then you are not going to be successful. You're not going to be a Talmud Chacham. You're not going to understand this matter. We're not just talking about the more mystical, the more esoterical types of Torah, the type of Torah that Rav Chaim Vital really spent uh, you know, his his time on, this stuff that he would write about. We're talking about all matters of Torah. If it's a Rashi, you don't understand. If it's a Mishnah, you don't understand. If you cry over it, then you will be successful. If you don't, so then there's no promises, there's no guarantees. And to explain this, it appears just like it's written by Sarah Imeno, if you look at the Gemara Masacha Ivamot Daf Samach Dalid, Sarah Imeno Ailuni Taita Shnemarvati Sarah Kara Ain Love Valad. Right, so that Sarah was she did not have the proper anatomy. She, in theory, should not have been able to have a baby, according to our understanding of anatomy and biology. She didn't have a uterus, or she didn't have uh, all the necessary, uh, you know, organs that were necessary in order to have a baby. She just did not have the ability to house a baby inside of her. She didn't have a uterus. It was an impossibility. So the same is true when it comes to the Torah. The reality is Hashem's words are like fire. In theory, we don't have the uh, proper utensils to retain Hashem's Torah because they're like fire. We don't have the ability to hold on to that. All right, so what are we going to do? We don't have the kelim. We don't have the proper heart. We don't have the proper brain to hold on to the words of Hashem. And therefore, how is it? How are we going to go about retaining the Torah, understanding the Torah, having real experiences, a close relationship with the Torah? Therefore, we're going to need tefillah. Just like Sarah, in theory, didn't have the actual anatomy in order to have a baby, and only tefillah could change that, so too when it comes to understanding Torah, we specifically need tefillah to carve out a space inside of us that can hold on to, that can retain the Torah of Hashem, which is so pure. In order to go ahead and carve out that thing, we need not just a tefillah, not just davening every once in a while, but riboy tefillah. We need consistent tefillah.
And he continues, And when Chazal tell us, and we quoted this in the beginning of our discussion of Yitur, that if a person davens and they, they feel like they weren't answered, they should daven again. It doesn't mean you should just daven again. That maybe the, the second tefillah will be better than the first. That maybe you chose a, a better time, or maybe you had better intention, you were more focused on that second one, or whatever the other reason can be. It's not what the Torah is telling us. It's not what Chazal mean when they say, Daven again, because maybe the second one will be better. Rather, it's comparable to a person who's digging a pit. And each time you dig a little bit into the ground, each time you're going to remove more dirt. Right? But it's over time, those small little actions of digging, over time you create a much larger area so that you could have a larger uh, receptacle. So too, we need to continue to dig over and over and over again in our tefillot in order to make our lave, our hearts, and our moach, our brains, uh, uh, you know, capable of receiving the word of Hashem.